Hey friends, Maestro here, bringing you episode 227 of Maestro on the Mic, doing it Thursday, shorty style. In today's episode, we're talking about rejection and failure. Very somber topics. All this and more, but first, DJ, give me that heartbeat. This is Maestro on the Mic. A podcast designed to help you change your mindset and your life. It is time for something new. Join host Dr. Shante Cofield, also known as the Movement Maestro, on a journey to see the bigger picture. Open your eyes. Find your passion and discover how movement unites us all. Let's get it poppin'. This is Maestro on the Mic. I'm the Maestro, and you're about to get Maestro-fied. Three, two, one. Hey friends, Maestro here, and thank you for joining me for yet another episode of Maestro on the Mic. So, if you didn't notice, I changed what I say when I start the podcast. I, for the past 226 episodes, say have said, hey guys, Maestro here. And after last week's podcast, or actually, when you're listening to this, it would be this week's earlier podcast, the Monday long episode, if you listen to it, with Nick Strack. They are amazing, by the way. Uh, I decided that I need to do better. So we're changing that and saying, hey, friends, and just getting away from this, you know, gendering um, vocabulary that may not be so inclusive. Uh, and that actually takes me into today's topic, right? We're talking about rejection and failure. This was this topic was posed to me by one of you dope humans out there in Instaland. You know who you are. Thank you. By the way, yes, if you reach out to me, I will oftentimes, and oftentimes I mean all the time, read it, reach back, and uh, you just might get a podcast episode out of it. So thank you for that uh, inquiry there. So regarding this concept of rejection and failure. To me, a lot of that is largely rooted in, it's subjective. It's how we perceive it to be. Now, tying into the interaction that I just had with Nick, where they were like, yeah, maybe, you know, you shouldn't say that. So I actually asked them at the end of the podcast, I was like, is there something better? Because I, I say, hey, guys, or you guys a lot. And I was just like, is there something better I should be saying? And they were just like, yeah, I was going to tell you that after the podcast. And they gave me, you know, some other things to say. And we moved on. We moved forward. Now, that could be viewed, depending on the person, that could, that, that interaction there, that experience could very easily be internalized. And you, like, take on this shame and, like, oh, Nick doesn't like me and people think I'm bad now. And, you know, you kind of retreat within yourself and, and, and we don't move forward with it. Or we can reframe that and, and be like, yeah, I learned. And now I have the opportunity to improve on my past behaviors. Um I, I am actually right now avoiding saying when you know better, you do better because Nick and I actually talk about that in the episode and they presented a really just phenomenal discussion surrounding that and how there are some steps in between there that maybe we are ignoring um, when we say that. Um, and not at all to say that that, that you know, my Angelou did what was meant there, but just as we're interpreting it now, um, perhaps we could fill in the blanks a little bit. So strategically not saying that and just 
you know, trying to reframe that and be like, this was a learning opportunity and now I have more information and I can use that and I'm going to do my best to use that moving forward. So the question that was posed to me was basically around a post that I believe the title was redirect, redirecting uh, rejection, something like that. And or redirection from rejection was the name of it. And I had a discussion with this person. It was awesome. I, I really do love talking to you guys and chatting with you guys in the DM. So please reach out. Um, and I, I mentioned to them that just just the other day, actually, uh, a friend asked me, uh, we were talking about um, failure. And I, I kind of said, not by kind of, I said, I, I don't think that I've ever failed. And to me, it's because of the subjective nature of this concept of failure. You know, life is not a zero-sum game. Like, I grew up playing sports. I relate almost everything to sports. And as such, that can be very much a zero-sum. Like, this person, this team won, and that team lost. Although you could, you know, take it a step farther and be like, well, did you learn stuff from it? But, you know, as it stands on paper, it's like, this team lost, this team won. That's not life. There's room for everyone, and it's not a zero-sum game. Both parties can win. Both parties can you know, learn and grow from these things. And as such, when I look back on, on things that I've done, uh, I can't really say that I failed. And I'm not saying that in an arrogant way. I'm just saying this is how I reframed things, where it's like I learned from things. If you guys are following me on Instagram right now, you're noticing that my content is shifting, and I'm pivoting very hard right now into the digital business, online business space. That is my passion. Uh, I started out in the movement world. I, I enjoy it, but that's not my passion anymore. And I really want to help people with their online businesses. I tried doing this pivot a while ago and it didn't work, but I didn't view that as a failure and such like, oh, I can never do this and I'm the worst. And you know, internalizing that. It was just like, oh, now is not the time. And I'm going to learn from this. I'm going to take you know what I can from this, what I will from this and move forward instead of sitting there and, and, and viewing it as a failure. You know, as I'm saying that, I don't want you guys to think that I'm belittling you or trying to shame you at all if that's how you view things and, you know, the default is for you to, to feel some kind of way about times when you haven't experienced what we would consider, I guess, traditional success. I'm simply relating to you and relaying to you my mindset on these things and how I move forward and move through life with these things. And and we've talked about it before in regards to other things, and it's largely about uh, reframing. So if you listen to some of the past, I don't even know, one of the past, two of the past episodes, uh, you know that I attended a dope-ass online workshop um, about relational fuckery. And in that workshop, they presented this this framework, and I feel like maybe I'm missing a step. Um, so, you know, don't take my words verbatim here, but the reason I'm bringing this up, and I actually tried to look up more of this before I started this episode, and I, I couldn't find I couldn't find more because um, I think maybe this ties into or is from Dr. Jen McCabe's work, and so I went and looked them up, and I couldn't find more about this, but I will. Uh, but e- either way, uh, within the workshop, and then Nick actually spoke about it again during the episode. This kind of stepwise approach, this framework to help that I believe can help with reframing things so to me it's it's not helpful for me to be like just reframe it because I understand that that's not so easy for everyone you're bringing in your past experiences your beliefs and things like that Uh, so I don't want to just say that I think maybe for some people that might help but for most people they probably need a bit more you know actionable steps there and so 
Nick and uh, James Olivia spoke about this framework. And it's the three steps I'm going to give you, three words I'm going to give you. Again, there might be a fourth. I'm not sure. But that would be awareness, accountability, and then action. So we see that it's not just about action and taking action and changing how you're thinking. There's other things that happen first where it's like having the awareness that like, oh, I'm feeling some kind of way, being, you know, and then the next step of accountability, like I'm going to try to do this thing different, uh, you know, holding yourself accountable and responsible for doing things differently and then taking action. But all that to say, there are more steps than just changing your behavior and your mindset on these things. Uh, and I want to present that framework so that it's not just like, well, think about things differently, because that is not helpful. So actually, it just popped into my head, and I want to speak about it also real quickly. Um, the person that reached out with the question about rejection and uh, failure, if you will, said, and, and actually a lot of people say this to me, a good amount of people say this to me, that they assume because I have a large following that I must have a lot of haters. And I don't. I don't have a lot of haters. My, my audience is, quite frankly, fucking phenomenal. Y'all rock. Like, you are just phenomenal. Uh, and so it's, it's interesting to me, and this is what I wrote back to that person, it's interesting to me that we assume the two, that with, you know, a big presence comes big rejection. And I, I don't know, I don't know about that. Um, I think that that assumption, I think, you know, all of our thoughts are going to be based on our own experiences. And so where I'm going with this is the phrase that I use all the time that my good friend Sarah Suds uh, told me when I was up in, when I was up in, San, almost at Santa Monica, nope, San Francisco, quite some time ago. Uh, and she said, we attract what we are, not what we want. And to me, it just, you know, this really speaks about that law of attraction. And I can't help but wonder if you go into something and you're expecting to get haters, to me, that perhaps you're going to get haters then. So I'm not at all saying that haters don't exist or anything like that. But, you know, a large part of me believes that, yeah, if you go, in, if you go into it being like, yeah, I'm going to get haters on this. I think you're probably going to get haters and not necessarily because, you know, of these intangible things surrounding it, but perhaps these unconscious actions that you're taking in whatever you're creating. Let's say it's about a post and you're like, oh, it's going to get a lot of haters. Perhaps you go into it thinking that and in how you're writing, perhaps you're a bit more inflammatory or you don't care as much about what you're writing because you're like, well, it's going to get haters anyway. And so you're not as precise with your language and, you know, taking the time to really express what you mean. Um, so perhaps we attract more of that. Whereas if you go out being like, I'm just trying to help people, I'm trying to connect with people, uh, maybe it changes things. You know, I, I can't, I'm not just going to speak with 100% certainty on that, but it is interesting to me that people assume that I would have a lot of haters. And I don't. I, you all are phenomenal. And, you know, I, I do think that part of it is why I've chosen to stick with Instagram because it does insulate you a bit. You are kind of speaking to an echo chamber there. Um, if you haven't noticed, I recently ventured into TikTok and you are definitely not as insulated there. Um, you can't delete comments from other people. Um, you know, going viral I don't want to say it's easy there, but basically it just takes one video for you to kind of go viral. And it, when that happens, like you're going to get exposed and introduced to like a bajillion people. There's no, it's not the same as Instagram. And I really do like that about the Instagram 
algorithm or whatever. So I will let you know how I how I do with this and really putting my 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 money where my mouth is uh, and uh, not not going in expecting negativity and instead reframing that and thinking about that framework that um, was presented during the workshop and perhaps the 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 better I don't want to say better but perhaps a different way to go about things and to enter into these new endeavors is not to expect negativity, right? I, I don't like that because I, I feel like if you're expecting it, then it's probably going to happen. But maybe we could go in better prepared and better educated and more aware of ourselves so that we're more easily able to identify the feelings that come up when we encounter or if we encounter you know, any kind of negative negativity and thus allowing ourselves the time and the opportunity to create space, create a moment so that we can choose how we react. So there's a lot more steps involved there. Um, but I, I don't think that simply expecting negativity is necessarily going to prepare us for us, prepare us for it. Um, and again, this is something that I'm, I'm really beginning my journey into learning more about and that's why I brought Nick on the podcast that's why James Olivia is coming on the podcast that's why I plan to do more reading into the work of of people like uh, Jen McCabe and, and Barbara J. Love which is these are people that both Nick and uh, James Olivia had, had brought up and mentioned and my goal is to learn more you know how I am I go deep with things but to me I think that as it relates and I'm always, always about trying to give action actionable steps and so to me I think that the way that I handle rejection and failure is that I don't view it as rejection and failure. I've reframed it. Uh, and I think that I've done some of these steps without knowing it. And so it's nice to be able to put words to it. Um, but in sharing that with you, we're thinking about awareness, accountability, then action, not just, oh, we're just going to reframe it. Uh, and not going into things expecting the negativity, not going into things expecting the bad side of it or the more unpleasant side of it, but going in prepared, taking the time to learn more about ourselves uh, and how we operate and, and thus perhaps being a bit more prepared so that we can identify the feelings that come up when some of these more unpleasant interactions or, you know, typically you know, deemed unpleasant um, interactions or occurrences happen and then having the skill set and the ability to be able to take a moment and create the space so that we can choose how we react and it's not just you know I'm going to be mad about this or I'm going to be stay sad about this um, and maybe maybe react isn't the word maybe the act the word is respond because I think to me react kind of it, it just happens and you know we have that sympathetic uh, reaction, if you will, to things. And that's going to happen. But then it's like, how do we respond to that? What do we do next? Uh, because there is, you know, some free agency and some choice involved in there. So a bit of a wordy episode, perhaps. Uh, I realize this, but I've got my, my thinking hat on these days and I'm just trying to do better. I'm trying to learn more and really internalize that and really sit with it. Uh, and some of this, some of these episodes, you may find that I'm puzzling it through puzzling through it with you so be kind all right that is all that i got for you uh today's topic like i said was this idea of rejection this idea of failure and perhaps if we reframe it and perhaps if we better prepare ourselves going into just anything we're doing 
uh, it may allow for some different outcomes. All right. All right. That's all that I got for you. What am I going to ask for? Am I going to ask for anything? Uh, I don't think I have anything to ask for you. I almost said it. You folks are tremendous. You're super supportive. Um, I do have a webinar coming up. When is this episode? This episode is going on Thursday. So I have a a webinar that's going to be out um, on Saturday. I'll link it in the show notes. It's a webinar all about email marketing. I had a bunch of interest from the social channels. And so I put together a webinar. So if you're interested in a webinar learning about what the fuck email marketing is, how to use it, how it can help your business, check out the link in the bio and then sign up if you want. Uh, Yes, of course, there will be a replay. So if you can't attend live, the webinar is going to be July 11th at 10 a.m. Pacific time. If you can't attend live, that's okay. Uh, You can just catch the replay at any time. So yeah, that's all I got for you. As always, endlessly, endlessly, endlessly appreciative for all that you do and all the support that you show me. If you want me to talk about something else, you got questions, you got you know ideas for podcast episodes, slide into that DM. Shoot me a text, right? 310-737-2345. Email me, whatever, and I'll see what I can do. Okay, officially wrapping it up. Until next time, friends, maestro. Maestro.